Hi, I'm Reverend Nicole Riley, and welcome to the Clergy Wellness Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 9, Feelings Matter. Today we'll also look at Wellness Practice of the Week, What's Making This Week Good, and a Mindfulness Meditation. Let's jump in. So today's episode is uh, a little bit heavier than my previous episodes, and it's really because of what the topic is about. Uh, today we're going to be talk about talking about feelings, and I will admit that I have some trauma here that I continue to work on and probably always will. You see, I grew up in a time and in a place and with people who were fairly uncomfortable with their children expressing feelings. In my family, I was ridiculed, put down, and made fun of when I expressed how I felt about something. Whatever feelings I expressed seemed to be a problem. So the common line in my family to me was if I expressed a feeling or emotion I was having, the common response to me was, is there a ticket in the mailbox for you to go to Hollywood? I think they said that because they felt that expressing any emotion was acting instead of just being human. So I learned not to express my emotions. I learned that my emotions were not safe. I learned how to turn off how I felt. But that was then. I was fortunate. By my college years, I realized that even though my family of origin had done some things poorly, they had also done some things well. And one of the things they did was they gave me the strength and wisdom to pursue healing for my own life. And so in my early 20s, I went into therapy and began learning that emotions were really just part of being human and having a good marriage and a healthy relationship with my husband and son and my friends has healed me of much of my baggage but that I will say, and being honest, that there are times when I still do have trouble understanding what I'm feeling, what it's called, and how to be with it. And because of my experience, I think I have become very sensitive to the cues that people give out around their feelings. In ministry, I have found that many people come from similar families. It's not that unusual. And many times when we don't know what to do with our emotions, we may bottle them up, we may eat or drink over them, we may scroll on our phone, we may have trouble developing deep relationships with others, and we may stay in what psychology calls emotional adolescence. Now, this isn't, of course, true of all cultures and times, but it was true of my life and maybe yours 
because it doesn't seem that uncommon for people to have trouble with the emotions they feel. And who can blame us? Feelings show up at the most inopportune times. We may feel embarrassed by our emotions, angry by our emotions, vulnerable because of our emotions. Our emotions can overwhelm us, cause us to feel out of control, and wreck us. And it's not just our own emotions we deal with, is it? We also deal with other people's emotions, especially as pastors. And many times we're in the midst of dealing with difficult situations where emotions are present. Now, all of this not only affects us in our lives, but it affects our families and, of course, as pastors, our ability to deal with our own feelings and emotions and others affects our ministry. And so today, I want to do an episode on feelings because pastors are human and they have feelings and feelings matter. So let me start by asking you, what two feelings would you say you feel most often? Think about the last couple days. Now, if I were to do that, I wrote this on Tuesday of the week. And so if I looked at Monday and Tuesday, I would say that my two largest feelings in the day were confused and sad. Now, why did I feel this way? Well, there's lots of confusing and bad, sad things happening in the world right now. I listened to the story about the suffering in Yemen, and I cannot stop thinking about it. That's the sad part. And then the confusing part is I've been working to get some better health care. And even though I have health insurance and medical personnel in my family, it's been confusing and it's been difficult. Now, when I notice I feel this way, like most people, I want to fix it. That is mostly what we are taught to do in this world. If you feel sad, do something to make you happy. If you feel scared, do something so you'll feel more comforted. If you feel angry, do something that you can come back to feeling peaceful. In other words, there are good feelings that we want to have and bad feelings that we don't want to have. And many people spend a lot of their time working from moving from feeling bad to at least getting closer to feeling good. But why is that? Why is feeling bad a problem? And not just a problem for us, but a problem when those we love feel bad. A couple months ago, a friend of mine was talking to me and he was saying how he was just really sad. He was really tired. He was really frustrated and angry and at the end of the, his rope. And I wanted to know what words I could say to fix him. I just wanted him to be happy. I just wanted these feelings to go away for him. That's normal. But it made me once again ask, why is it a problem that we feel bad? I think it is a problem for most of us because of several reasons. I want to look at three of those. The first is, feelings can feel uncomfortable. Second, 
We never been taught that when we feel bad, it doesn't mean we're broken and need to be fixed. And third, we seldom have been taught how to feel our feelings. So let's look at each one. First, we don't like feeling bad because these feelings feel uncomfortable. So when we talk about having feelings or emotions, what are we saying? Well, a feeling is basically a sensation in our body. Yeah, that's what a feeling is. We have feelings in our body and we translate those and name those into emotions. For example, we may feel a heaviness in our shoulders and pressure in our chest and we label it as feeling sad. Or we may feel butterflies in our stomach and a tightness in our throat and we label it as feeling anxious. We give our feelings a label based on how we feel and our current experience. I say that last part because that last one, we feel butterflies in our stomach and a tightness in our throat. We label it as anxious. We might also feel those same things and label it as excited, depending on the environment, our current experience. Now, here's the thing. We're all different, but we all experience feelings as sensations in our body. And those sensations can be, depending on the emotion, uncomfortable. So when you feel an uncomfortable emotion, you can experience it, meaning you can sit with it and feel it. But many of us don't do that. Instead, we may ignore our feelings. This is when we push down how we feel. You may be conscious of how you feel, but you may not be. But your response to what's going on is to push it down, to ignore it. Or you might try to escape from it. This is when we do things to distract ourselves. We might be scrolling on our phone or eating or complaining or watching TV. These are some of the things that can distract us from feeling our uncomfortable feelings. Or we might respond to it. This is when we yell back or storm off or start crying. Here your emotions and feelings become so uncomfortable that you try to solve for them and they become kind of like a hot potato you'd want to throw to somebody else. Now, of course, there's lots of other things you can do. But the first thing I want you to see as we talk about feelings today is some of our feelings are uncomfortable and they're uncomfortable to feel. So we often try not to. Second, I think many of us have never been taught that when we feel bad, it doesn't mean we're broken and need to be fixed. We've mostly been taught that when we feel a negative feeling, something is wrong and we should fix it. So if you're sad, you need to fix that. And if you grieve, that's okay for a while, but then you need to fix that. And if you're having a bad day, then you need to work out of that. But what if that wasn't true? What if feeling negative and feeling difficult feelings was just part of life, just like feeling good is part of life? And that when we act like having feelings of sadness or grief or loss are problems, we actually do them a disservice. The goal of life isn't to be happy all the time. That isn't actually possible. Good things happen and bad things. We win 
and we lose. We laugh and we cry. This is all part of the human experience. Feeling bad isn't something we need to distract ourselves from or react against. Instead, it is a feeling that is part of our lives and to push it away or ignore it is to miss out on living our fullest experience. And here's the irony of it. The irony of it is, is that if you get upset with yourself for feeling bad, then you actually compound it. Because not only do you have the feeling of feeling bad, but now you have the feeling of feeling bad for feeling bad. (laughs) The Buddhist tradition calls this the second arrow. The first arrow is what we shoot and makes us feel bad. The second arrow is then the discomfort we feel when we shoot that second arrow for feeling bad that we feel bad. If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you want to fix your mood, there isn't a problem with that. But the problem is when we see every negative feeling in our life as a problem that needs a remedy. And this is because we often do not know how to feel the uncomfortable feelings we're feeling. And because of that, we give them a lot more power than they actually need to have. So third, what can we do with uncomfortable feelings? Here's some really simple and doable stuff. I invite you to try it out and to tell me what you think. The first is just become aware of your emotions and label them. You can say, I am feeling sad today or I'm feeling anxious today. Name what you feel without judgment or shame. This can be huge for us if we grew up like I did, hiding from feelings and emotions. At first, I didn't know what to label what I was feeling. If that is you, in today's show notes, I will put a list of feelings that you can read over and see which ones are what you're dealing with today. And second, notice where you feel these emotions and feelings in your body. Pay attention and drop into your body and feel what you feel. To do this, you will find that you are actually not the emotion you're feeling. You are what Martha Beck calls the watcher. You are actually able to watch yourself and to notice the feelings in your body and what emotions you are experiencing. They say that we are the only animal who can watch ourselves in this way. So as you notice how you're feeling, tension, stress, pain, heat, Have compassion for yourself. That compassion is a big piece. And as we have self-compassion for how we're feeling, we have more compassion for others as well. So, both naming the emotion, saying, I feel sad, and then noticing where it is in your body. You might feel it in your shoulders or your neck or your stomach. That will help you step into the emotion and process it. Most of the time, certainly not all of the time, but most of the time, the feelings we feel are fleeting, just like the good feelings we feel. Feelings of that are negative and difficult don't hang around forever. But if we resist them, they do. They take hold a lot more than if we process them. So name it and describe it. Just these two things will help you. So try them out and see. 
Emotions matter. We can't go through life without them. They remind us that we care, that action needs to be taken, that we have preferences, and that life is short and needs to be treasured. Your emotions matter, and acknowledging your emotions will grow your wellness. Wellness Practice of the Week. This is where I share something that you can do this week to increase your wellness. And since we're talking about feelings and emotions this week, I want to invite you to think about the range of feelings and emotions you'd like in your life. One of my teachers put it this way. She said, imagine there is a waiter walking around with a tray of hors d'oeuvres or appetizers, but instead of food on that tray, He has different emotions. So on the tray is compassion and joy and anger and love and hope and hurt and peace and grief and pretty much every emotion that's out there. Which ones would you take? Now you might think you'd shy away from grief, but we'd all want to feel grief if we lost someone we loved. Or maybe you'd shy away from anger but there are certain things we should all be angry about in this world. That is the thing about feelings. They are all part of the human condition, and there is a place for a full range of them in our lives. So, this week, embrace life's full range of emotions and let yourself be human. What is making this week good? This is the part of the episode where I talk about what I'm enjoying with the hope that you will notice some of the good things in your week too. So this week, my dog Olive is making this week good. Olive, who is also known as part of the Bible dogs, is turning 15 on August 10th. This week, as I was getting ready for the day, I thought she was getting ready to be with Jesus after she didn't move from the bed from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Her breathing was so shallow, and I thought, this may be it. So I just kept going upstairs and sitting with her and petting her, and next thing I knew, (laughs) she she was coming down the stairs looking for dinner. So she's pretty much back to her normal self. So... Happy birthday, Olive. No dog loves like you, and no dog hates like you, and you have made the last 15 years wonderful. So Olive is what is making this week good. Mindfulness Meditation. This is the part of the show where we spend a little time doing a mindfulness meditation together, which is just an opportunity to relax and be present. So you can do this whether you're driving or you're out for a walk or you're getting ready in the morning or doing laundry. I invite you to take in a deep breath, to relax and to be present in a way that works for you and to remember who you are. You are God's beloved. And now remember in whose image you were created. You were created in the image 
and likeness of God. And as God created you as fully human with ups and downs and all the feelings, I want to share with you a verse I love from Ephesians. And as I read it, let these words just roll over you. Breathe them in as you listen. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. What do these words say to you today? And how can you let them apply to you also? As we are kind and tender-hearted and forgiving to ourselves as well as to others. Remember these words, and this week, may they give you life. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I invite you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Rate and review this podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you share it with someone in one of your clergy circles this week. You can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Riley Coaching, and you also will find me on Facebook as well. And this week, a little bit on Twitter too. <laughs> so find out how to work with me for clergy wellness coaching, uh, life coaching, and social media management at NicoleRiley.com. And I invite you to check out my book, Expanding the Expedition through digital ministry at amazon.com. I'm doing a little workshop on my book in a couple weeks, and so I will leave the link also in the show notes for you. Today, I invite you to make the important choice to embrace a life of wellness. See you next week.